We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to Pop Torah with Rabbi Iznopf and Olitsky, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Pop Torah, the podcast where we talk about how Judaism impacts our appreciation of pop culture, and pop culture helps connect us to Jewish texts, ritual, and tradition. As always, we're your hosts. I am Rabbi Jesse Olitsky. And I am Rabbi Michael Knopf. And today we are talking about the hit show, which is coming to its end, Succession, now streaming on HBO, HBO Max, Max. I'm not just even Max really now. sure. Uh, we, they dropped, it's just Max. Yeah. Well, thanks for making me uh, delete that app and download a new app for the same exact thing. Uh, Warner Brothers really needs to get their, stu- the, their stuff. Is that true? You order. had to like, like put it on a new app? New app. They, 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 it's it's kind of like a Waystar Royco not really knowing uh, how, how to use technology, but we'll get oh, into I, that. Okay, I, I clearly have not uh, tried uh, tried to watch HBO since the change, so I'll have to look into that. We will get into that, but but first, let's get into Succession. Mike, you want to tell us about the show? Sure. So Succession, uh, and I would say, you know, arguably. Uh, one of the best HBO shows ever, uh, which is a, a, a high bar to hit, uh, follows uh, the uh, Roy family. Uh, Logan Roy, the patriarch, is the uh, CEO uh, and founder of a media conglomerate called uh, Waystar Royco, uh, which great is- Great performance by Brian Cox, his second yes, best performance behind Super Troopers. <laughs> um, so uh, Waystar Royco uh, is Probably a uh, a, a thinly veiled uh, proxy for um, uh, News Corp and and the Fox Enterprise and uh, and Logan Roy um, is probably a uh, an avatar for uh, Rupert Murdoch with maybe a little bit of uh, Donald Trump sprinkled in there for I good measure. I think certainly the family has a little Trumpian nature within them for for sure. Um, and Succession, uh, as the title suggests. Uh, follows the uh, the the drama around uh, who will uh, succeed uh, uh, Logan Roy as the uh, head of this uh, media empire uh, when he either retires or dies. Uh, which one of his four children will it be? The eldest Connor. Uh, uh, will it be the next eldest Kendall? Um, the only girl Shivan or Shiv. Uh, Will it be her uh, husband, uh, sometimes hapless husband, uh, and now a somewhat canny husband, Tom Wamsgams? He's the Jared um, Kushner of the family, right? Uh, will it be? Uh, will it be the youngest, uh, Roman Roy, uh, played uh, really uh, incredibly by Kieran Culkin? Uh, incredible performances all around, um, especially in this last season. I, I, I think it's going to be very hard for Emmy voters uh, to know uh, who to support, and and uh, arguably they all deserve Best Acting Emmys. It's it's really hard to pick out to stand out from that crowd. Um, also, Personally, I'm a big fan of Cousin Greg. Right. So also in the mix of uh, who is uh, in, in the succession Olympics uh, is Cousin Greg, 
um, uh, who's maybe a dark horse, but uh, whose uh, stock has slowly risen uh, uh, as the seasons have gone on, uh, and some other uh, and some other characters within the show, uh, like uh, the longtime legal counsel Jerry, uh, the longtime uh, CFO uh, Carl, uh, and uh, the longtime uh, some other uh, uh, person COO, uh, which is uh, Frank. Um, uh, and, uh, and now a new player, uh, on the field, uh, the, uh, uh, CEO of, uh, of, of, uh, uh, a tech conglomerate, a new tech conglomerate, a social media conglomerate, uh, named, uh, Lucas Matson uh, from Sweden, the, 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 uh, somber Swede, uh, who, uh, is, uh, uh, planning a, uh, a buyout, uh, maybe a hostile takeover of, uh, of Waystar Royco, um, maybe or maybe not with the uh, assistance of uh, presumptive president-elect uh, Mencken, uh, who is definitely an avatar for uh, for Trump, uh, sort of a, a, a neo-fascist, uh, um, a far-right, uh, uh, uber-nationalist uh, candidate who, uh, with the help of some of the Roy children in this last season, um, uh, gets the uh, at least narrative momentum um, of being the presumptive uh, presidential nominee. Um, and that is going to play out in the last episode. Now, you've heard in that uh, uh, introduction, uh, we, we're already getting into spoiler territory here. There, We are one episode away from what is uh, widely assumed to be the series finale, although there is some speculation uh, that maybe there'll be spinoffs or maybe there, this won't actually be the finale um that's starting to circulate but uh but but who actually knows it's it's at least being billed as the series finale uh, I, ha- and- I haven't seen all of the fourth season so uh don't spoil it for me i'm good uh, as long as you can guarantee me that logan roy has not died right so let's stop the conversation now uh and you can find out for yourself no uh, listen after all this show is called succession um i was a little bit shocked uh when uh logan roy uh dies essentially off screen mid season uh and mid fourth season uh i it when upon reflection it was not a surprise the show is called succession it was all building to that moment but just the way that they did it i thought it was actually really extraordinarily powerful that whole episode in which logan dies um it is a, is an amazing hour of television um even if you now know that logan dies um, uh, I, I just, you know, commend it for rewatching uh, or watching for the first time an amazing hour, hour of television. This whole last season um, uh, deals with questions of, of grief and legacy, um, uh, adding new layers of, of richness and depth to the show um, that uh, to an already rich and deep show. Um, so I hope we'll get into some of that as well as we talk about the the the, the Jewish themes that are um, uh, that that are brought up by the show but let's just talk in general jesse what do you think about succession you're 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 a relative newcomer to the show um i i actually tried watching it first uh when it first came out uh it was a a recommended show to binge uh at the beginning of the pandemic when uh i was trying to keep sane by just watching lots of television and whatever was on and available um i turned it off uh, initially, because I found it too disturbing. Uh, I found the 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 uh, hatred of, of family members towards one another, the ridicule of one another, um, the the backstabbing that takes place. Uh, it made me so uncomfortable. And maybe it was specifically, you know, 
it was a dark moment for society. I was looking for something uplifting. Succession is definitely not that show if you're looking for something uplifting. Uh, but I do think that that there is a, a bit of realness to it, that it's about um, it, it, that everybody has a moral gray area, um, that that um, it's not about who is right and who is wrong in this case. It's about who is the lesser of two, or in this case, lesser of many evils, uh, which is certainly not a, a, an optimistic viewpoint of the world, right? I, I like to think that we strive, right, to be like uh, uh, in Al-Tzadik, um, right? That that um, light is is coming from the, the righteous and, and uh, beaming from the righteous. Uh, there, there are no righteous people in this show, right? There's backstabbing. There are people who, who act... Um, righteous, but it's really for their own gain, uh, almost Korach-esque, uh, right? I, I believe when Kendall at the end of the first season uh, tries to pull a power grab, it's actually not because his father is incapacitated, because at that point he no longer is, although there are some uh, questions about his cognitive abilities at times, but it's because uh, it, it's sort of like uh, the character from uh, Willy Wonka, but daddy, I want an Oompa Loompa now, right? It's like, it's my turn to to be in charge. Um, and, you know, you have the Roman uh, Roy's who really is not qualified for any position. He, he's, he's the Eric Trump of the bunch uh, and yet just gets a position because of his last name uh, and because uh, he he needs his father, no matter how old he is, to uh, take care of him. He, he fails noticeably, uh, right, with a, a rocket launch, a failed rocket launch, with trying to negotiate the deal with the Pierce family and, and uh, behind the scenes, and that fails. Um, it it's, it's, makes me uncomfortable because it's a lot of um, uncomfortable family dynamics, and we're coming from a tradition that says that shalom bayits, right, that peace in your home and that peace among your family is paramount to everything else. Uh, and uh, this show is sort of the opposite of that. Well, I, I actually want to challenge that a little bit, but let, let, let's just back up a bit, right? I think you're right, right? You know, the, when this, I, I I did not catch this show when it originally came out. Um, I think that probably uh, for the same reasons that, that you uh, were sort of turned off of it uh, at, at that moment, um, I was not looking for, you know, a, a dark, uh, and uh, a darkly comic uh, family drama or dramedy about uh, uh, you know about uh, backstabbing backstabbing nepo babies uh, during the Trump era. Um, I you know wanted Ted Lasso, and that, so that's what I spent my time uh, watching. And I you know kind of came to the show like I think a lot of folks did after it started getting a lot of uh, recognition uh, for its um, incredible writing and performances. And I think it's it's definitely got that. Um, and I'm I'm really glad I came to the show. And I think that you know what um, what. What what you know what why one of the reasons why it was so uncomfortable in in the Trump era and, and remains so uncomfortable is that you know the 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 Trump era um you know uh, uh brought about you know not only a sort of like larger rupture or at least revealed a larger rupture within our society uh but also within families uh and you know fa families uh and, and this happened you know even within my own family it made it very very difficult. Uh, for families to engage with one another um, when, you know, it's it's not just, you know, we had, you know, political disagreements, 
right? Or, or you know, uh, differences of opinion um, about you know this or that policy, right? Uh, the 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 decision, you know, the the question about like Trump or not Trump uh, seemed like a question of morality, seemed like a question of of high values, um, and uh, and and you know, can you remain uh, in? In, in family, in community, um, with somebody who embraces a value system, or at least supports a, a person with a value system, um, supports a set of, you know, uh, policies um, and, and positions that are, you know, really antithetical to everything that you believe in and hold and hold dear. That was one of the questions that like really emerged in that era. And I think that what is happening in succession is, you know, clearly, despite the lip service that they sometimes give to, uh, you know, to the to the importance of of family, and I think also, by the way, in our society, you know, the the, the most common refrain you hear uh, is that you know family is the most important thing. Um, and I and I have this suspicion that the reason people say it uh, so much is because deep down we know that it's not really true. Um, and and in Jewish tradition, I actually don't believe that that's the highest. I think it's a high value. Shalom Bayit is a high value. Kibud Avaim is a high value. In, in, in rabbinic tradition, I would say it is. And we well, see throughout the Torah, deception among family. Yeah. So, right. So hold on one second. So, right. Kibud Avaim, uh, honoring your father and mother is one of the Ten Commandments, right? Famously. So it's, it's certainly a high value. And yet, uh, rabbinic tradition, Jewish law says that there are higher values still um, than shalom bayit, and then that that even kibud avaim, which is the central commandment of the Torah, right? So, if, for example, just to give an extreme example, right, your your parent demands that you worship idols, right? You're uh, not only permitted but required to uh, to to refuse their commandment, even though generally speaking, part of key, uh, honoring your parents is to not refuse uh, uh, commandments that your parents make to you. So that's just to, to give a, a a very like stark example of it. So, but so what the what what succession reveals is okay. You know, here is a family where uh, where where family uh, is you know doubtlessly important to them on some plane, on some level. Like Logan is not actively considering any person to succeed him as CEO. I mean, he's he's relentlessly holding on to that role. He's not likely to give it up until he dies and has no choice, right? But And makes false just, claims and promises to all of his children on different occasions about that. Yes, but but he's not he's not really considering, not ever really considering, um, even to the end, right? He uh um you know leaves a leaves a sort of like, you know, addendum to his will that seems to indicate that he's going to leave the company uh, to, uh, to to one of his children. I'm not going to uh, spoil it for you to, to see because I want you to see what happens in that uh, in that scene. So so there is there is a sense in which uh, family, even for this family, is a fairly high value. Logan's not seriously entertaining giving the company to anybody other than his family, except for potentially to Lucas Matson. He's willing to sell it to to him, although he w wants to carve out and retain possession of of uh, the news network of ATN that he's going to keep for himself or within the family. Um, and there are these moments um, where the siblings. Um, are, are, you know, have these like actually tender sibling moments. Like there's clearly bonds of connection and affection that they have for one another. And yet it's what's clear is that for most of them, when push comes to shove, um, family is not their high value. Uh, wealth and power are their, are their high value. And they're willing to sell out anybody and anything um, in order to, in, in order to retain that. Now, Jewish tradition would say, okay, 
like wealth and power isn't the high value at which for which you should sell out your family. It is, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, faith in God. It is, uh, you know, the pursuit of a just society is these other high ideals of Jewish tradition um, that, you know, if your family member says like, kill a person for me, right? You should refuse them. But um, uh, so there are higher values. But uh, 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 but th th that idea that family is not necessarily the most important thing, I think is actually um, a, a, a Jewish precept that deserves some airing. Um, yeah, I wonder- It's not if, popular. No, I, it, I, I, I know. Um, I, I wonder if the the- closeness, and again, I too use that term loosely, among the Roy family is less because of a kinship, more because by default, yes, they're all connected to working together and concerned about their own inheritance and that sort of thing. But also, and in addition, they live in a world that is so foreign to everybody else that they interact with that um, it's only them that can truly understand that world. Right. Um, and that is by the, and that is by the way, something that distinguishes Logan from his children. Uh, Logan. Right. He did uh, not grow up rich. Right. He did not grow up rich. In fact, uh, in uh, the next, in, in the most recent episode, which is the penultimate episode of, of probably the series, um, his brother, uh, who is uh, Greg's cousin, Greg's grandfather, um, who is, uh, you know, much more uh, uh, has a has a, is is as tough as Logan, but has a very different value system than Logan. Talks about their their upbringing um, and some of the experiences that made Logan uh, who he was. Uh, to, uh, that you know, he he definitely had he had he was in uh, an immigrant story, a very hard uh, upbringing. Um, that that brother, by the way, played uh, very very well. Uh, great performance by James Cromwell. Uh, you may know him from uh, That'll Do Pig, That'll Do, from Babe fame. Fair enough. Uh, so, um, and then, you know, and, and and when he gets up to give a eulogy, he's not supposed to speak at the at Logan's funeral. Um, when he gets up to give a eulogy, Cousin Greg is supposed to stop him. Cousin Greg fails at stopping him. Um, and he, you know, he gets up there and his first thing that he says is, um, what kind of people... Uh, would prevent a brother from speaking at his brother's funeral for the sake of a share price. Um, and so that is a, a moral argument about the whole family and about everybody that you see on screen in the show. And that's true, right? The, you know, uh, the, the, the family is very willing to sell out their entire country's well-being, including, and their own family, their own children's well-being for the sake of their own wealth and power, for the sake of share price, um, in in getting uh, Megan elected, um, but Kendall uh, acknowledges that too. He's like he 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 essentially gives the eulogy rebuttal to his uh, to his great uncle or to his uncle rather. His uncle, um, and uh, and 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 he says about his father. You know, he was he was a really tough guy, um, and you know, uh, and also he was as comfortable in a room giving counsel to uh presidents kings and queens as he was in like the home of of like an average joe and you see that in the show where he's like able to go into um the home of a uh of a um a, a waiter that uh that that you know that 
uh, that as far as the family knows, just, you know, sort of died um, in a in a uh, driving under the influence accident uh, following um, uh, Shiv's wedding, um, but was actually killed by Kendall. Um, and, uh, and Kendall's like really, really tense and uncomfortable in there because he's guilty because he knows he's guilty. But Logan is like so at ease in this like, uh, you know, poor commoners uh, home. Right. So uh, so. uh, uh you know, Logan's not a Nepo baby. Uh, all of his children, of course, are. And and so it does show, you know, first of all, like the ways in which, um, uh, uh, you know, we, we uh, uh, have this image of the like self-made uh, American man or the self-made person. Um, and sometimes it's true. Right. And, you know, uh, and 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 most times it's not. Um, and in the case of the Roy family, it's, you know, it's it's more roundly not true. Um, but, you know, I think that the other thing that the that the show uh, reveals to me um, is, you know, number one, um, the ways, yes, the ways in which uh, money and power can corrupt and distort our perspective so that we can't see or understand or identify with uh, people who uh, have very different, you know, life situations than us, right? The the Roys don't think of their, even their underlings who are in their world, but certainly the like poor masses uh, um, that, that are out there as, you know, uh, human beings equally worthy of consideration and concern to them. And the show's argument, I think, is that that is intrinsic to their, to their wealth and power. Um, and I think that there's an argument to be made for that, that like money, um, uh, that money does have a morally distorting force or can have a morally distorting force in our lives. Right. That's I think why Jewish would say that too. Yeah. I mean, the Mishnah says in Pirkei Avot, right? Is it who Who is rich, one who's happy with what they have? Because so often the more you have, the more you want. Um, in the I think it's the very first episode of the show. Uh, we we see what happens when they're playing softball, right? And uh, Roman Roy bets a kid a million dollars that he can't hit a home run, like uh, some twelve year old kid whose family are are the landscapers of the fields. Uh, and the the viewer is meant to cringe because he's acting like a uh, million dollars. It's not a big deal. Uh, and in the end, uh, they they get the family to sign a a, a, um, a a you know disclosure so that they won't share any information about what happened. And in turn, they give the very expensive watch that Tom gave Logan as a gift for his birthday that he doesn't care about, but is like a fifty thousand dollar watch or something like that. Uh, so the more money you have, I, I think the more you want, the more you tend to to not appreciate. It's also, you know, I see so much of the way that they make money is by taking advantage of people. Right. Uh, by by right. You 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 see this with uh, what is the company uh, Voltaire? Right. You 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 buy a company. And then you take advantage of where they're making money and you lay off everybody. You 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 let people go and it's just about profits. We see that. We see saw that with the Trump family, that so many of the the vendors 
of, of the uh, real estate development deals that the Trump family did never got paid. Or, and, and Trump would argue, he's like, you could take what I'm willing to offer you or or get nothing at all and, and would lowball them uh, instead of giving people their fair share. Uh, and there's so much Torah uh, about, we, we, we see that in at the end of the book of Leviticus about not taking advantage financially of your neighbor, right? When somebody's in financial yeah. straits, you, you don't charge them great interest. Uh, you, you don't charge them interest on a loan. You you give them sadaka if they need. Uh, and what we see time and time again, especially when Waystar Royko's uh, legacy is at risk, they're saying we, we have to buy other companies. We have to uh, be bigger than other people companies, we have to take advantage of other people in order to survive. Right. You know, I, I think that the, the, I think the show's argument um, is that that attitude is inherent to, uh, you know, free market capitalism, uh, right? That That's not just waste our Royco. They're, they're the, they're the, the focus, right? But, but, you know, the, the, the business of every company, uh, of every business person, right, is to uh, minimize expenses and maximize profits. Um, and, uh, and you know, like that's the that's ultimately the goal, right? So as much as um, as much as you know, the the social media companies was kind of a running joke in the show uh, Silicon Valley that you know so that uh, tech companies will say, you know, we're going to change, we're going to you know uh, change the world through you know. Um, whatever tech jargon that they say and uh, and and the purpose of the company you know like maybe secondarily I believe it's for how quickly you can download something or something like that right that was the uh, Pied Piper right uh so you know so the the ultimately the purpose of the company is to uh is is to make money um and uh, if it's a public company right to uh to make money for its shareholders uh and uh you know so which is why Judaism says, Listen, you know, we we don't we we like recognize that that human beings have a need, uh, you know, for competition. We have a need to uh, uh, make a living. The you know the the Jewish tradition, I think, or at least Torah, is uh, certainly later rabbinic tradition too, is comfortable with some amount of of inequality and recognizes that in you know in the course of human events um, that. Um, uh, that there's going to be some exploitation that happens uh, in pursuit of profit, but the but Jewish tradition sets up a very highly regulated uh, uh, marketplace um, in which um, you know in which not only are many forms of exploitation explicitly forbidden, uh, but also uh, um, uh, you know the things that can't necessarily be enforced by uh, by by like by by civil or religious authorities were repeated over and over again in the Torah, right? right? Fear God, right? So in other words, like, uh, like you may not get caught or be held accountable for doing this thing um, because the person that you're taking advantage of may not have legal recourse for you, right? Uh, uh, but that doesn't mean that it's okay for you to do. And you should know that uh, that you're accountable to a higher authority. Um, and and so I think that what the what what the show is reminding is that like we 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 there's no morality to the marketplace, inherent morality to the marketplace. So then, is the idea of free market capitalism, whatever, uh, is that which we is the society we live in, um, is that antithetical to Judaism? If there's no morality in the marketplace, 
it's it's a really good question. I mean, I think that, that it's you know not um, it's it's not a coincidence that the uh, that that the early uh, Zionist movement, the the you know the the largest um, the most influential component of it was socialist. Right, um, and I think that's that, what that's that's what the kibbutzim were. Right. Uh, and I, I think that there's a really strong argument to be made that the that Jewish tradition um, is probably closer to, uh, to to socialism than it is to free market capitalism. But I would say that, you know, probably the, it's somewhere in between, right? The, the like the, the economic, I'm not an economist, right? But there are there are people who, you know, smart people who have like done an analysis of, uh, of, of you know, what what the Torah's economic worldview is. Um, and it, it's certainly not free market capitalism, um, at least, you know, uh, totally, total free market capitalism, uh, where, where you know, the, the invisible hand of the marketplace, um, you know, kind of like reins things in and regulates things. No, there's no free hand. The marketplace has no morality inherently. Money has no morality inherently. Right. Uh, it requires uh, uh, human beings to step in and uh, to, to say, you know, um, we're, we're accountable for more than profit. Right? We're accountable for more than just the share price. Um, we we are charged with building a society like the like the Torah says, right? Uh, ultimately, in which there are no needy, um, uh, and you know, to the extent that there are needy, we need to make sure uh, that there is you know redistribution of resources. Like there, like there, there, I I don't think that the Torah envisions a world in which there is you know a very small handful of billionaires. And uh, or you know multi multi billionaires uh, like the like the Roy family uh, and uh, and you know and the rest of us are you know kind of fighting for for scraps. Well, we also right uh, in the the Torah reading that we read just a couple of weeks ago, we read about the Yovel, the Jubilee year, right? And the whole idea of the Jubilee year, among other things, is that it acts as a reset button right. um, against um, uh, generational wealth. Right, that that there are so many people who right, and you you mentioned this in the show. There's a difference between Logan and his children, who expect certain things because that was the world that they were were born into, and have certain privileges because of that world that that they don't start on an equal and equitable playing field. Right. And the idea of the generational wealth uh, allows them to have an advantage over other people, um, right? This is Roman Roy uh, being able to be uh, COO or then co-CEO, all these different jobs he had. Uh, right? the, the idea that Eric Trump can have a job, right, and the Trump organization, even though uh, he is not qualified to do so, um, that speaks to generational wealth. Um, and I, I, or the idea that Connor can just live on a ranch and run for president uh, be, because of his family's money, even though he has no qualifications. Uh, the idea that he can pay a woman who, who, who is a prostitute to marry him. A sex uh, be, worker. Uh, be, because he has. Former be, sex worker. Because he, he is funding uh, um, funding her her playwriting. Uh, like it, it's, it's money drives that and the, the, inequality among those who have and those who do not have. Um, and what the Torah is saying is that uh, that shall last for a time, but it can't last forever. Uh, and the idea of the Jubilee is, is we reset that, right? We reset debts people have, but we also reset land and, and stuff 
that people own. Um, and I think we live in a society where that doesn't happen. And so you truly see not only the influence that people who are wealthy because of generational wealth have, but also, yeah, obviously, right, you you have the Elon Musk and the Jeff Bezos who came up with an invention uh, and that's and they acquired their wealth because of that. I get that. But you also see how hard it is for people who are stuck in a system uh, in our society without that benefit of that generational wealth to pull themselves out of that system and, and out of society, you know, because of a lack of wealth, lack of technology, lack of education, uh, lack of real estate. Um, yeah, you know, I just want to name that uh, uh, Elon Musk uh, is uh, is is maybe not a good example of somebody who pulled themselves up by their bootstraps because uh, they they uh, he did uh, also uh, start out with a with with a significant um, uh, uh, capital uh, from fair. his uh, that you know uh, really ill-gotten gain in some ways from from his uh, from his family. But that's a that's a whole other story. But I think that that's. That that's really true. I think that the that the show and I, I think cousin Greg's uh, trajectory in the story in the show is uh, is is a really good example of you know the the um, the corrupting influence of uh, of of the pursuit of money and and power. You know, he starts off as a very sort of like affable, um, uh, sweet uh, kid who like sort of like you know lost. He has he's he's one of the characters in the show that seems. Throughout the, especially in the early seasons, to have a uh, to have a moral compass of of his own, right? Like being uncomfortable with the way the family is engaging with one another, and that's because he has no money, right? Right. At the very first episode uh, or the second episode, he only has twenty dollars in his wallet, and he gives Shiv his last twenty dollar bill so she could buy something in the vending machine at the hospital. Um, he, he has no money, and it's only once he he begins to live in that lifestyle that he changes. Right. And and so uh, I think that that's a, you know, really powerful example. The Torah says, and we, you know, we recite it uh, three, uh, twice a day in, in the Shema, um, you know, like, don't be led astray by the things that are like alluring uh, to your heart and to your eyes um, that, that, uh, that are going, that you're, that you lust after. Right. Um, so, you know, what, what it's ultimately saying is like, don't hold those things as your high, like the shiny things. Um, Tom Wamsgams uh, in, in this last season, he and he, he and Siobhan have a very complicated relationship, to say the least. Uh, and um, uh, they, they uh, both in the course of the series uh, end up stabbing each other in the back uh, on, on at least one or two occasions. Um, and he he and Shaban in this in this last season have a very revealing conversation where she essentially asks him, like, why did you betray me? And he said, um, I like things. Um, I like nice suits and I like nice watches. Um, and ultimately, I'm going to do what I need to do uh, in order to like be able to like get and acquire all those things, even if it means betraying you and you, Siobhan Roy, would do the exact same thing to me, which is how I know that like that's an OK thing to do. Like this is the this is the understanding that we ought to have in our relationship that we will always put our relationship second to the the pursuit of uh, of, of wealth and power. Siobhan essentially agrees to that. Um, and, and so so. You know, you 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 see uh, the the show plays out the ways in which uh, I think a lot of us um, are very, and especially in our very consumerist culture, 
we're we're very um uh, uh, uh persuaded seduced even uh by by the pursuit of of wealth power shiny things possessions um and on some level we are willing to sell out um a, a good many of our high ideals and high values for those things i mean it explains in some ways how people vote in elections um uh so uh I think that that's really important to to name here as a, as a conversation that that Judaism would have uh, would have us have about this show. And the other piece of that, of course, and the, the this uh, fourth season really unpacks this, um, is the futility of all of that as well, right? Like Logan dies um, in an airplane bathroom um, off camera because he refuses to wear compression socks on the plane. He doesn't like the way that they'll look for him. So he has, you know, has a heart, uh, heart failure or something like that. Right. Because Um, of blood circulation. Right. Uh, you know, so this like guy who, you know, is one of the wealthiest men in the world who wait, Logan Roy dies. (laughs) Sorry. Spoiler alert. Um, who, who, you know, uh, has spent his whole life pursuing wealth and power. Uh, who's you know arguably one of the most powerful people in the world has deposed presidents and has, is the kingmaker of this you know arguably likely the next president right like you know dies in such an ignoble way because it's the great, death is the great equalizer well, that's why we have in the Jewish tradition everybody gets buried in the same shrouds in the same kind of casket right in the ground uh, it reminds us like ultimately we are all equal and and you see this even in the 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 very uh, 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 most recent episode you know logan is you know buried in this like really ridiculous five million dollar mausoleum and the show kind of lingers on it i think to point out like how really ridiculous that is you know like uh uh that 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 he's dead he's he's not gonna enjoy it his kids laugh at it right like it's it's also point like it's a very ecclesiastic which which is also vanity it's antithetical also to Judaism. In Judaism, why are you buried in a plain, you know, pine wooden box uh, with with a with a shroud? Right, because in death we're all equal. In death, in death we are all equal. And right uh, about legacy, there's such a fear if you spend your entire life trying to build your legacy, and your legacy is all based on materialism. You can only make sure that you live on once. Uh, we 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 leave this world through materialistic means and goods as well. It's about legacy still, right? And I, so, and I think that that's actually like a, a really good place to to circle around. I think the Jewish tradition is um, is it, it concerned about legacy as well. Recognizes that our possessions um, are are uh, cannot be our our legacy. We we can't take them with us. Uh, are you know we may be able to leave them to our kids, uh, but but ultimately uh, you know they're going they're going to crumble and dissolve into the sea. Like Ecclesiastes po- points it that out. Like like diamonds aren't really. I mean diamonds themselves may be forever, but like they're not going to be held in perpetuity. You know in the large scale of his in large span of history. You know uh, by by uh, by by one's family. Right? We're all going to be. Uh, uh, forgotten essentially, uh, you know, in the in in the scope of in the scheme of things. So the question about legacy is more, you know, what kind of world did you help make? Uh, did you contribute to when you were alive, right? And Logan, in the pursuit of his own wealth and power, has made a very dark and broken world. 
that is his legacy. That's explored in these, you know, latest uh, uh, episodes. Uh, and I think Jewish tradition would say, don't think about uh, how much fame you can create for yourself, how much wealth you can build, how much power you can hold. Um, none of that matters. What matters most is what kind of world did you help uh, 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 nurture? Um, that's that's the only legacy that matters. And right, the, the, the famous right story of of Choni, right, and the carob tree of um, just as I planted. Uh, this as as the, uh, my ancestors planted for me, so too I will plant for my children. If your actions in this world are just about and, and solely about satisfying your own wants and desires and needs, and not about uh, providing for the future, be that your own children or or, or this world, um, then you really don't have a legacy at all because you may benefit from it. You may selfishly benefit from it entirely in your life. But the minute you leave this world, there is no benefit left, right? So, so it's about how do you leave a, a legacy? It's that your footprints are still felt after you leave this world. It's because of the benefits that you provided for your own children, but also for this world. Logan Roy re renegotiated his divorce settlement so that he actually didn't need to have a children's approval for selling his company. Uh, it, it's it's kind of, uh, he's actually not interested in even providing for them in his death, right? He, he wasn't interested in, in making sure that they had something uh, left behind. Right. And you can see in that also reflected in the children, uh, you know, a, a father that is primarily concerned about uh, about the preservation of, of you know, his own uh, wealth and status, um, how broken his children are uh, as a result of it as well. So that's and, also- and you and you and you see that play out now with Kendall and his own uh, strained relationship with his children. Right. Yeah. Um, so obviously lots to talk about with succession, uh, lots to unpack and to explore. We want to hear what you think um, and uh, who you're pulling for or not pulling for in uh, in the succession stakes. Uh, is it going to be Kendall? Uh, is it going to be Roman? Is it going to be Shiv? Is Tom Wamsgams going to sco- uh, swoop in there? Are you a conhead uh, or is it going to all go to Cousin Greg? We want to know what you think. Uh, and, I, I think uh, also- it's going to Marsha. It's all Marsha. You never know. Um, But uh, let us know what you think. Until next time, I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. I'm Rabbi Jesse Olitsky. Take care, everyone.